And it has never been about having perfect knowledge ahead of time or the right pedigree or nationality or worthiness. God's grace, it can be said, is out of control. All of the call of the disciples are told with this sense of immediacy, which is a bit perplexing, really. I mean, how could these guys just drop everything and follow Jesus? It, it doesn't even feel responsible to me. On the other hand, these stories underscore a basic truth for us to consider as we continue marching off into this new year, which is a cauldron of, of dysfunction, disease, uh, violence, uncertainty. Every decision to take to the road, every resolve to do something significant, every major life choice is inevitably a decision you make without knowing all the facts. Here's the irony. When it comes to our faith, really, you can't know what you need to know until you go. Because it's only in the going that you eventually grow into the knowing. You can't know it all beforehand because most of what you will come to know about God, about your place in God's kingdom, about your, the claim on your life and your own baptism, all of these realities you learn in the very act of following Due to this time of pandemic, this past year was the first in the past couple of decades that I was not able to uh, visit our ministry partners in Tanzania. Nkwesho Lutheran Parish on the lower slopes of Mount Kilimanjaro is celebrating this year their 25th anniversary as a congregation, and they were really hoping that I could be there to uh, participate, preach at that service, and be a part of things with them, but the uh, conditions will not allow for that this time around. And had I been able to be at that service, I can guarantee you one thing, it would have been a long one. Uh, the bishop would have been in attendance, and those of you who have per participated in a vision trip to Tanzania know that this uh, American sense of wanting things to happen quickly, but you know, even instantaneously has to be set aside for a while while we are visiting in that amazing country. Back in 2014, when Brent and Jackie and myself and a group of youth from Prince of Peace and some other adults and a few from uh, my previous congregation, when we were all in Tanzania, we ended up all being the guests of honor at uh, a big retirement service for a couple of pastors in the diocese presided over by the bishop. And that worship service was just about to round the corner into the five-hour mark uh, before the bishop finally did give the benediction. And I watched our faithful youth off to the side and as the long service uh, continued, most all of it in a language they didn't have access to, uh, it did help uh, to keep them from completely nodding off when uh, large billy goats began being paraded up the center aisle of the church as gifts for the uh, retirees, and uh, that kind of got their attention back. 
Uh, actually, I'll post a link to the, uh, the trip film from that year if you want to have a look at it and you can see evidence of what I'm speaking about. When Paul wrote a letter to the Corinthians that we just read from, he wasn't writing to one lonely Corinthian. He was addressing a whole church, a community of Christians in that raucous Greek city. Uh, in the gospel, Jesus calls his first disciples. He invites two of them, and then, and then another two, and, and then another eight, and, and, and then a hundred, and, and then over the next 20 centuries, several billion more. Jesus called a community of disciples. And this, his disciples didn't relate only to Jesus as individuals. They related, they were called to relate to one another in this community. The followers of Jesus were not simply a list of disconnected individuals. They were, and we are, a community. And that community knows no boundaries. It extends from Africa to Haiti to Mexico to Syria to the United States to every corner of God's creation. In the disciples' stories in the Gospels, it's hardly ever about a single person, this disciple or that disciple. It's most always about they, their, them, about the community. From the outset, the church was not so much about faithful individuals as it was and is about a community of the faithful. And it has never been about having perfect knowledge ahead of time or the right pedigree or nationality or worthiness. God's grace, it can be said, is out of control. That is to say, we are not able to control the grace of God. And this has always been a problem, especially for religious people. We rewind a few thousand years from the time Jesus calls the disciples to the story of Jonah, Katie read from in our Old Testament reading, and we see the same truth. God sent Jonah to prophesy to the people of Nineveh. Jonah did not believe the people of this foreign land, these heathens, these enemies of the people of God, deserved even a shot at repentance or God's grace and mercy. Quite the opposite. Jonah thought that Nineveh ought to be destroyed. Oh, how it disappointed Jonah that God's grace could be extended to the people of Nineveh. For I knew that you are a gracious God, and merciful, and slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and ready to relent from punishing Jonah, complained. God's grace crosses all boundaries, whether we happen to like it or not. And that is good news for you and me. It always has been the only hope we've ever had. Follow me, Jesus says. And so, here we are. And on the night in which he was betrayed, Jesus made a way for all of them and for you and for me and all of us to belong to his community of disciples. From the people of Nguesho Lutheran Church on the lower slopes of Mount Kilimanjaro 
to Prince of Peace Lutheran Church. We too once were lost and now have been found by God's amazing, uncontrollable grace. Amen. Follow me, Jesus continues to say. We've been focusing hard in recent weeks on our identity in Christ that is so far removed from our own capabilities to understand it, be worthy of it. It is pure gift in the purest sense of the word given to us in spite of our own inclinations or capabilities. Follow me, Jesus says. And as we go, we go knowing we don't know all we need to know. We go with faith not in our own capabilities, faithfulness, or knowledge. We go with faith in that identity so freely given to us. And as we go, we know we will be called to say things we would rather not have to say. To reach out to people we would rather not have to reach out to. But we're following Jesus. And we've been claimed as his children. And so we go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.